What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Real Bodybuilding Podcast, episode number 76. And I'm with my first shirtless guest, <laughs> former Mr. Olympia, Brian Ainsley. How are you, sir? I'm very good. I'm very good. Yeah, you, you caught me, man, while I was just coming back from uh, cardio and eating. And I didn't have time to kind of, you know, clean myself up, take a shower. So I said, let's do it raw. Yeah, it's well, better that it's better that way. It's all right. It's all good. I'm sure some, wrong, I'm sure some fans will appreciate that, man. Uh, <laughs> what's sure. your uh, What's your days like, man? What's your how many How many times a day are you doing cardio and stuff right now? Are your days really really busy, or does the thing do things ease up as you get closer to the Olympia? Oh no, we're, we're like running a candle on three ends right now. I'm we're going to the gym three times a day. Cardio in the morning. Uh, we train in the afternoon. Then go back at night and train again, cardio at night, posing at night. Yeah, we're it's no e no easing the way through right now. Maybe we ease it ease it in uh, that last week, but right now it's uh in sixth seventh gear, man. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I wanna I wanna get into some of the X's and O's because people generally like that stuff. How much cardio are you doing? I do an hour in the morning. Uh, we bumped it up. Up. I was doing an hour in the morning, uh, 10 minutes of uh, hit cardio after training, and then that was it. Now we've bumped it up because I have to make weight. You know what I mean? It's a weight yeah. thing here with classic. That's right. So That's right. We bumped it up to, yeah, yeah. So we bumped it up to 20 minutes hit cardio after training, and then we'll come back at night and do another 45 minutes. Oh, so you're doing so you're doing three sessions of cardio altogether three sessions of cardio yeah so what's your what's the weight cap for you i don't know what it is sorry if I, i'm not familiar but what's yeah the i have to come down i have to come down to 180 what are you right now 190 so you have 10 more pounds to lose and you have what four weeks yep yep all right yep but so you don't have a, what is that about a two pounds a week right two yeah, four six two and a half pounds eight, yep Two and a half pounds, yeah. But you don't have, but you don't have, but there's nothing left to lose, man. I saw your most recent picture. I'm going to show everybody really quickly. Uh, for anybody who lives under a rock who doesn't know who Breon Ainsley is yet, <laughs> I'm going to show you. This is Breon's Instagram page. Follow him, Breon Ma underscore. This is the most recent photo or one of the most recent photos you posted. I don't know where you're going to get 10 pounds from. Yeah, that was, uh, that was what, three nights ago? That posing one that I did of the back double was just yesterday. This is crazy. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you can see, well, I, you know, you, you can see some, there's a little folds underneath the, yeah. with the hamstring and the glute there. And yeah. then the, still the low back needs to be tight. Uh, that's where I see uh, where I'm going to lose at least another, maybe, I don't know, four or five. Then we'll yeah. get to the, the rest of the four or five, you know what I mean? When, when we cut, when we shave off the first four or five, <laughs> let me, let me, let me ask you something. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try and put you on the spot here. Cause nobody, right. nobody ever does this. Right. Is this picture filtered at all? Fuck no. Oh, excuse <laughs> no, my language. No. <laughs> no, you can swear. It's all good. So not, there's not any structuring, nothing. It's all just, this is no struct. Yeah. No, we all know about that structure. No structuring. <laughs> no way, man. Come on. Dude, this is sick, man. That's a that's a really crazy photo. So, this is. I just want to show people a couple more shots, just so they know what they're looking at. So, this is. I mean, I could see a few pounds, but ten is going to be like crazy. 
10 is going to be crazy. But the, the good yeah. thing about it is, is I know for a fact, I'll be the sharpest and most conditioned and, and uh, most shredded up there. There's no doubt in my mind. All right. So how many times have you won the Olympia once or twice? Two times. Two times. Right. And then Chris yep. won, Chris won last year. Can you, I know there's a lot of country controversy around it, but can you maybe if you had to, if you had to guess yourself, if you had to put your own finger on it, what would you say the difference was last year and why he won? <laughs> we're getting right to it. We're gonna, we're gonna right. We're gonna get right to it. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go here, Fuad, and I'm gonna just say it. I don't think it's nothing that has to do with his physique. Okay. It there's nothing. That, it doesn't have anything to do with his physique. It has to do with um, him being him just looking opposite of me. <laughs> okay. You know, as far as a representative for the classic physique that they chose to have for the year. All right. Let me, let me, I'm going to play devil's advocate in some of this, some of this podcast just so, but I'm a fan of your physique. I'm also a fan of Chris's physique. I think you guys both have amazing physiques, yes. but I want to, I am too. I am too. Let yeah. me put that out there yeah. before I, uh, you know, uh, as well. Yeah. But I want to go back a little bit because I, I believe if correct me if I'm wrong, you started your career as a bodybuilder, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. You so you were you yes, were two twelve. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was. In, I started in the two twelve, competing in two thousand and uh, uh, fourteen, in two twelve class, and then I took two thousand fifteen off. But yep, started. Okay. So so there was only one year as a two twelve pro. One year. Okay. Yep. How did you do that year? Terrible. Okay. Terrible. Yeah. So when classic. When classic started, was it like you knew that was your class? You knew that's where you were going. It was like you kind of like a godsend for you. Oh, absolutely! Because you know, classic, my weight cap had to be well. I turned pro at 176 pounds as a middleweight, right at USA's, and so classic. Just a few years later, the weight cap was 175, and I knew how I looked around that weight. Mm -hmm. So I said, "Let me let me just do that." I was playing the size game. Uh, you know, in the 212 class, not, not my game, which is being sharp and, and having lines and details everywhere and outmatching everybody on the conditioning, mm -hmm. um, you know. And when Classic came about, I said, well, let me go ahead and crack that open. I know I could do well at it because mm -hmm. um, my weight class is the same of where I turned pro at. Mm -hmm. and, I know my sh and I know my shape and my look at that weight class are you happier are you happier being this athlete or were you the kind of guy that wanted to get huge but you just feel like this is better for you uh uh there's a few there's a few answers to that i'm happier being this athlete the classic athlete because it's more marketable i i believe yeah. uh it's more marketable yeah it's um it's more entertaining yeah. Um, I, I feel, you know, and I come from an entertainment background, mm -hmm. you know, in the acting business, entertainment business. So those are the, those are the, the reasons why I, I, uh, I, I'm really enjoying classic, but at the same time, now my body wants to grow, a, it wants to grow and it wants to be 
uh, it develop more than where my weight cap is, you know, yeah. to see more potential and to see uh, some growth. Uh, so now kind of outgrowing it now. Um, so I, I hope that they can uh, increase the weight class, you know, after this year, I really do. If not, then we're going to have to seek other challenges, maybe go to the 212. You think so? I was just going to ask you that. You think, Again. so you, you would, you would, you would forego, let's, let's say, let's hypothetically say you take second this year, or even if you win. And then next year they say, we're still keeping it at 180. Would you forego your championship yeah. status to go up? <sighs> well, see, initially I would say yes. Initially I would say yes, but of course I'd, I'd have to think about it because uh, um, you know, I'm not going to be going to the 212 to be mediocre. Yeah. I'm going to have to be going there to definitely contend for a title and win right away. Um, but I don't think I, I don't think I need to like, I, I personally don't think my, with my physique, I need to be right at the cusp of 212 to win or to be competitive. I think I can be okay in my in mid 190s high 190s yeah i agree with that uh you know i think i could i can compete pretty well yeah so uh initially i would say yes to answer the question fuad i would say yes um and say i need i would seek uh, another challenge and that mm -hmm. would be the 212 but then again i'd have to i'd have to uh you know think about it and let the emotions uh whether whether i win whether i get first or second yeah. Uh, and let the emotions, you know, come down and then, then, then make a, make a, a more concrete decision, you know? So the 212, the first, sorry, not the 212, the first classic Olympia was Danny Hester. And you won your first Olympia. Yes. Race, raisin brand, Chris. That looks good. My fault. I'm talking to Chris in the background. He's got raisin brand. Chris Cormier, you know, I'm living yeah. with Chris Cormier right now because we're in camp in San Diego. Yeah. He's got raisin brand right now, cereal right now, and is talking to me. <laughs> it's talking to me, raisin brand. He's Man, fucking. He's fucking with so good. He got a big ass. Yeah, he got a big ass fr uh, fried next bowl too. <laughs> Damn, Chris. What kind of, what kind of, you got you don't have almond milk with that, do you? <laughs> that's not that's not very helpful, man. Four weeks. Low fat milk. <laughs> Chris be doing it to me. I got a story. I, you know, I, I got a story about Chris too with the, with the crumble donuts, but we'll get into all that later. But yeah, he, I, we're in the zone, so we're okay. But uh, you know, I'll be noticing where Chris has around. That's for damn sure. So, it's, so it's when you go to the, when you, when you go to the Chris Cormier camp, he's not, he's not worried about your feelings. He is not worried about my feelings on food. No way. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. You know what? I'm, like, I'm, Man, we got to toughen you up. We got to put some texture to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So listen, I want to go back a bit because you won, uh, you won the classic in what? Uh, 18, 19, eight, 17, 18. Right. 17, 18. Yep. Why do you think you beat? Yep. Chris? Why do you think you beat Chris those years? Uh, I feel that I was uh, complete uh, from head to toe. I didn't have any, um, everything was developed. 
um, from head to toe, no uh, gaps in my physique. Mm. Um, you know, I, I want to say that I also walked the line of the, as far as what 212 and open bodybuilding also, uh, you know, uh, brings to the table. And it was just a, it was just a, I think it was just a, a, a complete nice look all the way around, complete nice look all the way around, um, no gaps and, um, and great lines. I'm trying, great I'm definition just, everywhere, great conditioning. I'm just trying to draw the distinction between what happened 17, 18 and 19. So 19, you're saying you don't think it was something on stage that are you, are you trying to say that it was his off stage persona maybe that carried him? Possibly. Yes. Off stage mm. persona. Now I think Chris, I think Chris has very great uh, shots. Uh, certain shots that he hits are great. Classic shot, his front lat spread shot, uh, his ab and thigh shot. Uh, but then, you know, uh, front lat spread shot is not enough. You know, those are only two shots that I think that he beat me in mm -hmm. that I think he uh, may, may, that they may have scored him ahead of me on. That was a one point difference, remember? So, uh, you know, they, they scored him winning three shots and, and uh, me winning two. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that those are the only two shots. If you're going to get into the, you know, the, the, the nuts and the bolts of it, I think those are the only two shots that I think that he was even close to me in is the ab and thigh and the classic pose. Yeah. And then we have yeah. three other shots, though. You know, we've got front double, we've got back double, we've got side chest. Yeah. But I want to ask you, there's a, some, it seems to be tough for people to quantify what classic is sometimes. Some people say there is just a look, Right. Like I remember, this is this is how I'll explain it, and and I hope nobody gets offended by this. But I remember seeing George Peterson on stage with you guys. Um, I think he took third one year. I think he was mm -hmm. third, third. Or, I think he was third. I think Keon was fourth. Mm -hmm. And I thought yeah, that was my, last year. Yeah, yeah. And I and I George, thought George George took third uh, the past two or three years. I want to say seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. George mm -hmm. was third. <laughs> so the, my point is like. When I look at George, I see a bodybuilder. He don't he don't look classic to me. He looks like a bodybuilder. Like he looks like now that he's in the two twelve, he looks like that's where he belongs. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm not saying I I think you have classic lines. I think Chris has classic lines, but it's almost like there's a thing where people can't quantify what the classic look is, right? Like you're when you're telling when you're telling me the judging, you're saying, well, I win this shot, he wins this shot. But isn't that more like bodybuilding judging than it is? Because there's an there's another category in classic. Like, does he look classic? There's not really like you can't put that on a score sheet. So could well, there that, is they, they, there is the classic pose that they score. Yeah, the classic pose. Yeah, but the, so they score that one. Okay, but the overall look, like, like I was saying about George Peterson, like, yeah, if, if you stood next to George, right? Let's, yeah. say, let's say George beat you on all six shots or seven shots, mm -hmm. right? right? And let's, let's say his conditioning was better than yours. I, okay. would, I would still say that you win because you have a more classic physique. Does that make sense? Okay. And, and your definition of classic physique would be what? Like that's the problem. That's the problem. Specifically. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the problem is I don't know. Like, that's what I'm saying is I don't know if anybody can quantify what that means.
it's just a look that people want to see, right? Like you look more classic than George. Therefore, even if he beats you in a back double bicep and his conditioning is better, it's, I don't think it matters. Does that make, does that make any sense? Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying, but at this, and, and I understand why it's still confusing for everybody out there because George still gets third place, you know, he still gets third place, which is great. So that's still classic enough. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. You but, know? but what I'm saying is George could beat you and Chris in poses and be just as conditioned, but he won't beat you and Chris in classic because you guys have a more classic look. Yeah. But there's yeah, so, so yeah, but I don't have a so, definition for that. That's the thing. Well, I guess let's, let's, let's uh, see if we can uh, depict what classic is specifically. I think classic definitely starts with a small, tight waist. Mm. Uh, we'll start with it there. I think it, it starts and, and then goes from there with the flow of the body, with nice sweeping lats, a nice, a nice sweeping uh, quad development, um, and, you know, nice flow of the whole body, which, which is not too rigid, I, I guess. That's the word. Uh, that, that's everywhere, the, and it's a pretty flow. That's the word I think of when I think of George Peterson. I think of ridges, right? Like yeah. his his body's very cut in like a bodybuilder, right? Whereas yeah. you you and Chris have more flow to your physiques. Um. So the reason I'm saying this is, you're saying Chris beat you because of off stage things, possibly, because you beat him in certain poses. But what I want to ask you is. Could it be the flow is what they're looking at? Like maybe that maybe he do you feel like that's what their thing is? Yes, yes. I think that the the and that is, I would say the flow is important in classic. The flow is definitely a, uh, a definition, a part of the definition of what a classic physique is. Mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. flow. Um so and Chris has great flow, you know, he has great flow. He has great sweeping lats, it's great shoulders. Um, you know, he has great X, X frame to him because his waist is so small when he, especially when he does his vacuum pose. Um, and I don't think, uh, and, and see, that's another thing we're going back. So going back to George, I don't think George can even do a vacuum pose and kind of like do kind of make his waist. He has a, he has a narrow waist already, yeah. uh, but I don't think he can make his waist even narrower and get the, the, the look of the, yeah. the sweep and the prettiness. Yep. of the classic style yep yep um you know so so where does that leave you this year how are you going to take back your title uh better posing we're going to um pose a, a certain way we're going to pose bigger uh, we're going to pose more dominant uh we're going to pose uh taller you know yeah. because they said that because they're saying that chris's structure is what's is what's so great right mm-hmm. so we have to we have to stand tall and we have to uh stand right up there with his structure mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and also my conditioning man this year and my sharpness this year is going to be uh unlike any year and it's going to be it's not going to be matched so yeah. i'm already bringing the same the you know the same muscle bellies the same uh roundness um the same quality to the stage that I've had, uh, that I have in the, you know, the past three years. So 
that's not going to be a problem. But now it's just going to be posing uh, different and it's going to be uh, the conditioning is going to be sharper. We're going to be bleeding from the seams, man. <laughs> so you said you came from an art background. When you pose, when you go out on stage last year or the year before, you said you want to pose taller. Is that, is that partially a confidence thing or is it more just actually physically you want to stretch out and try and be taller on stage? Or do you, is there an element of like mentality to that? Yeah, the mentality is, um, well, the mentality is, um, for one thing, it's for two posts, uh, because I, I don't think in certain poses that I am accentuating my physique uh, when I'm hunkering down, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. you know, when I'm not statuesque, that's yeah. definitely very classic, yeah. being statuesque, yeah. being upright, right? Yeah. Um, so um, that accentuates the classic looking at that. Uh, but so it's not a confidence thing. You know, I'm very confident in, you know, what I'm bringing to the table as far as the physique is concerned. Yeah. But then also as far as, like you said, the art, the art of it with posing, with the, with the, uh, uh, with the routine, mm -hmm. uh, you know, everything is from the low back, man, standing tall. And um, like I said, being statuesque and uh, being upright and being, uh, you know, holding your chest up and your, your, your chin up, you know, as, as an art form. Yeah. Um, who else is, it, who else is coming up on stage that you see challenging you and Chris, or do you see it as like a, a two man battle mostly? Not to, not to, not to disparage anybody else that's doing it. I'm not, I just, <laughs> you, you and Chris are the main names, you know, you guys are the guys that people are watching. So I just want to know as somebody who doesn't follow classic super hard, is there, is there a third and fourth guy coming up the ranks that you guys see challenging? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we have some, some great guys. Uh, Alex Cambronero, who won the Arnold yeah. Classic in, earlier this year. Yep. Uh, he, he, he was a former 212 guy. Mm -hmm. um, he has a, um, and he could definitely, you know, Alex, man, Alex is, is a and uh, I, I definitely am going to say Terrence Ruffin, yeah. uh, who got second to Alex yeah. uh, at the Arnold as well. Yeah. Um, he's a killer physique, um, and he's, he's bringing something special this year. And yeah. they're hungry, man. They're yeah. hungry, you know. Terrence didn't, didn't, didn't compete in the Olympia last year. Alex got he, – he probably was disappointed with a sixth-place finish last year at the Olympia. And so he's hungry. He wants mm -hmm. more this year. He wants a gun for us, that's for sure. Do you think, and this is, I don't even know why I'm asking this. I'm just curious. Do you think Terrence beat Alex at, at the Arnold's? Uh, no, no. I think uh, that was uh, Alex won, rightfully so. You think so? Yeah. Why, why, yeah. Do you, why do you think he beat? Because this is, see, as somebody who doesn't, this is the thing about stuff like classic and men's physique. Sometimes it's hard to quantify as a viewer, like as somebody trying to judge. Because when I looked at right. them, I, don't get me wrong. I thought Alex was amazing, but I, but I had Terrence winning. I feel like Terrence physique just flows more like classic. You know what I mean? So that's, it's just hard. You know, like where, how do you make that distinction? Like where, why did, Al, why do you think Alex won? Yeah. I, I think that um, Alex, well, and see, you got to understand that we're not there. You know what I mean? And we don't see the lines yeah. and we don't see yeah. the, the refinement that the yeah. judges are seeing under the lights right there, you know? 
Yeah. So yeah. pictures and all that that we're looking at is, is does us no justice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say, I'm just going to say Alex was, cause I, I agree. Terrence has just as good of a classic look as, as Alex, I think, and can yeah. definitely, could definitely go toe to toe with even, even myself and Chris on a yeah. lot of, a lot of the shots. Yeah. Um, but I'm just going to say Alex is, 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 was sharper. Um, I'm just going to say he may have had more flow from lat to, uh, lat to waist ratio and shoulder ratio lat, shoulder to lat to waist ratio yeah yeah um and i'm gonna just say sharper so yeah i'll, I'll just leave it at that yeah 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 um what do you what do you think of the rise of classic physique do you guys do you think i, I any bodybuilders i've talked to all respect the classic guys you know it's different than men's physique we we see you guys as bodybuilders too so but what do you think of the rise of classic physique, the popularity of classic physique, contracts that are available? Like, do you see it growing to be bigger than open bodybuilding one day, or do you see it just as it having its own place? Uh, I see, I, I see it on the rise for sure. And I see it getting very, very big and very, very popular. Um, I'm going to say on the Olympia level, mm. uh, it's, it's never going to surpass the, the open guys because the, that that brand the olympia brand uh was built on the open guys yeah. you know yeah um maybe maybe classic you know will surpass the open uh bodybuilding in the rock show you know fitcon or fit world mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. other shows that are or other shows that are created maybe maybe arnold because you know now arnold arnold is talking about classic yeah a lot more and yeah. Um, you know, it has a different framework um, of what Arnold is trying to, where he's trying, how, how he's trying to promote it and things of that nature. Um, so as far as the Olympia is concerned, the, 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 the open guys are always going to uh, well, have the. I don't, I don't mean the Olympia. I mean more like in general, just in the sport in general. Do you right. think, do you think they will, there will come a day where classic will surpass the open bodybuilding? I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to stir up trouble for you. All <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of bodybuilders going to send you shitty messages. I know, I know. Yeah. To be honest with you, I think it's going to be right up there with it. I think open yeah. bodybuilding is always going to have its place. They're always going to, because I, I enjoy looking at yeah. those guys, man. And, and, and the, the years that those guys put in uh, to develop the muscle uh, that they do um definitely well respected but i think class is gonna i think class is classic is gonna catch it yeah and be right up there with it now we're talking about surpassing it uh i don't know because you know we get we they get four hundred thousand uh yeah. from, for an olympia we were at 50 right yeah. now well yeah. 40 40 chris got last year yeah. so that's a lot of that's a lot of ground to make it's up. a lot of catching up yeah <laughs> that is a lot of ground to make up. you know what I, I do I do eventually think that we're going to get there. I, I do eventually think that classic is going to get there. I'm glad you brought that up because I actually want to ask you about that. So when it comes to, I have my own theory about why this, this thing is this way, but when it comes to the stage, we'll start with the stage. When it comes to the stage, why do you think, I shouldn't say, why do you think, how do you feel about the fact that it is such a disparity between the 400 and the 40? I mean, obviously open has been around a lot longer, but if a third of the audience or half of the audience is coming to see classic, do, is there a part of you that 
I don't want to say upset, but is there part of you that's like, Hey, you know what? We're here. Like we need more. Or are you just like, it's cool. I'm going to do this anyway. You guys decide when you're ready to put it up, put the prize money up for us. Oh no, there's definitely a, uh, a big part of me that says that classic needs to be paid accordingly. Mm. Uh, classic needs to be paid uh, as uh, you know, the, the draw that we bring in with the, with the excitement that we have. And the, like you said, you know, if there's a half of the, or a third of the people that are there to see classic physique, then we should be paid accordingly from that revenue bringing, uh, being brought in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I would even say, you know, this year, um, I could go out on a limb and say that I think classic deserves a big jump in pay, uh, you know, yeah. 60, 70,000 for first place. Um, yeah. if we could get it there. I don't know if we can, I don't know if Jake can, yeah. uh, but I, I think a big jump, like 60, 70, even 80, man, this year. Cause I think, yeah. um, I, I personally think this year classic is, um, uh, the most, uh, uh, just as anticipated as the open category yeah. this year. I, at, at I, the Olympia. So I will say that even if you got a hundred thousand, that'd be a quarter of the the prize money would be to me would seem fair. Right. I mean, it seem it would seem to me that a quarter of the audience would be there to see classic and men's physique and other categories. But do you think this is not to, I'm just going to kind of push you a little bit on this, but do, <laughs> do you think, do you think if the open, and this is not, again, not to disparage open bodybuilding, but I'm just asking just straight out. If open wasn't there, do you think classic could drive the audience? Yes, without a doubt. Okay. I think if open was not there, I think classic can drive the audience um, and hold its own. I, I, I do. I, I de- definitely do believe that this, this maybe even just starting this year, not maybe not last year, maybe not the previous years, but starting this year, I really do think that it can hold its own and it can drive a, drive an audience and, and uh, it could be, it can headline. But as a, as an open bodybuilder, I'm going to ask you that. And, and I enjoy this conversation because I've always wanted to like go back and forth with a different category about this, but aren't people yeah. there to see the freaks? I mean, oh, absolutely. When, they, when they, okay, this is the thing. This is how I feel like an audience thinks when they sit down, when they watch you and Chris or all of the other classic guys, they're like, wow, that's a beautiful physique. I would love to look like that. And yes. I think 80% of the audience would rather look like you than like me. Right. That's, I, I already know that fact. It's more socially acceptable. It's easier to fit into clothes, blah, 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 blah. Right. Right. But I feel like when somebody pays $100 for a ticket or $500 for a ticket or whatever, maybe they want to see a Rolly Winkler with 25-inch arms and they want to see, right? Like, so maybe are those guys driving the audience because they're such freaks? Not because people want to look like them necessarily, but just because they're so out there that people like have never seen that in real life. You know, I agree. I, shit, because I, I, I'm excited and to see, I'm a fan of those guys too. Yeah. So they, I mean, I think there, there can be, it could be the classic that drives it. It could be the open that drives it. Yeah. Uh, if you took open out, I think it'll still, I, I, I truly think that it could still hold its own, you know, as mm-hmm. far as having a great uh, Olympia. Um, now that's a big statement. I know, man. That's a really big, like, <laughs> that's a big statement. I know, but I truly feel it. I truly feel that this year, uh, you know, yeah. just looking at, just kind of looking at uh, the, 
the buzz, looking at the banter, going back and forth on social media, so forth and so on. Um, but but the you know the open guys, man, are they they are the draw. Mm. Um, but and see, you said it though, Fuad. You said it like, listen, if eighty percent of the audience says that they want to look like classic, then that's a that's a strong statement too. Eighty percent of the audience. But that's an audience. They, they want to look. But that's an obvious. They say, that, say it. Sorry, but that's an obvious statement. Like anybody would say that. If you put a picture of any any bodybuilder, if you put like Phil Heath, right, or right. or Brandon Curry, or anybody, right next to you or chris or any other right. well they should do that my man, <laughs> matter of fact. We, we uh, should, you mean they should you, do that you mean on the stage <laughs> yes man the no. winners uh, have all the winners okay wait let's get it we'll Classic get into that <laughs> 212 and open Classic okay well, 212 and open winners showdown okay we'll get into that in a minute i like that idea but i want to just finish that one thought i had which is i don't think and this could be my own skewed mind but I think there's very few percentage, the small percentage of people want to look like open bodybuilders. Most people do not want to have 35 inch quads and, and you know, just, they, they just don't want to walk around like that. Most people want to look normal be able to look athletic, whatever, you know, all that, all those other words you use. But so that I think I know, but that doesn't necessarily mean even if 80% of the audience wants to look like you, there might be a lot of guys and don't take us, don't take any offense to this. Okay. But there's probably a lot of guys, there's a lot of, probably a lot of guys in their gym that look athletic. So it's not like, even though they're not obviously not anywhere near your standard, it's the crazy freakish bodybuilder that they're paying to see. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. It does make sense. You know, you, you pay to see something extraordinary that you've never seen. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You pay to see yeah. something extraordinary, extraordinary, but I think you also pay to see, pay to see something that you can attain that you think Achievable. you can attain. Yeah. 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 hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah. No. And, and you know what? The, at the end of the day, I totally agree with you. And when I look at the sport, I love what you guys are doing. Like I see you and Chris going back and forth and Chris is going back and forth with Logan and all these things are, ha- and it's actually really exciting to watch. And I actually do agree with you that, there should be an increase. And I also agree with you that one day they will be equal, if not surpassed, uh, open mm. bodybuilding. Now, yeah. going, back, going back to what you said, what do you think would happen if, let's say you win, uh, let's say Brandon Curry wins or Phil Heath, whoever, I know everybody has their favorite. Mm-hmm. And then let's say, uh, who's the 212? Like Logan, not, not Logan, uh, Derek Lunsford or Kamal, one of those guys wins. What does that look like? What does the three of you sitting there look like? You don't think Phil's going to just win? <laughs> I, I see. I, I well, of course he's going to care. Careful. Someone's going to, someone's going to run with this. I, I know. I know. <laughs> someone's going to run with it, but Hey man, we're, 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 you know, we're stirring yeah. up conversation here. We're talking about it here. Yeah. This, that's is, right. this is what we do. Of course. Now Phil, Phil next to me is going to just look, he's going to look so much bigger. Yeah. He's going to look so much bigger. Right. But we're, of course, we're not judging it on that. Or feeling even next to the 212 guy is going to look so much bigger. Um, but we're, gonna, we're not going to judge it on that. Let's judge it on uh, – see, that would be hard. Wait, I, I, I have an like, idea. I was, I was going to say like pound for pound, you know what I mean? Yeah. Per yeah. Pound for pound, who looks better with what they have and the, the way the muscle sits. 
the waist with, to shoulder ratio, all those things. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. But, or you could do it like this, which would be kind of exciting. You put, and I'm just going to guess some winners. Okay. Let's say you win. Let's say Derek Lunsford wins. Let's say Phil Heath wins. The three of you are standing there. Oh, wait, who's the men's physique guy? We're going to put men's physique in the category too, or no? No, no, no. Because no, they're, no. they're wearing shorts? Doesn't count? Yeah, yeah, they can't. You got to show your legs. <laughs> you got to show your legs. You can't. You, you know, they don't. Uh, much, much love to them. And I got friends in the, uh, you know, that are men's physique guys, but you can't. Uh, you, you're not in the showdown if you're not showing your legs. <laughs> <laughs> the poor, poor men's physique guys. They never get the respect. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> hey, but the, hey, but the men's physique guys, man, they're. Uh, they're on the Saturday night ticket, the Saturday night they're, ticket. You know, it's us, it's yeah. us, it's uh, bikini, it's men's physique, and it's open bodybuilding. So, you they, know, there's, there is a draw for them too. They are probably the most attainable of everybody on that stage. You know that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. okay, okay. So let's go back. So the three, the three categories are up there. What if the audience got to cheer or vote for who they think wins or who they want to look like the most, that would be pretty fucking cool. Oh, see that, there right. you go. Kind of like the, kind of like how they do a, um, what did rolling win last year? Like the, the or, people's champ, the people's champ or whatever. Yeah. 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 Kind of like a people's yeah. champ type of deal. Cause I maybe can... you could even throw in like some artistic posing yeah. in yeah. there. You could throw in some things yeah. to where, you know, you the, the two twelve and the open guys have to show some athleticism. Yeah, that could be fun. I could see, I could see you winning that. I could see you standing next to Phil and Derek Lunsford if those are the winners. And I could yeah, see you absolutely. winning. I think people would want to probably look like you more than either one of them. Most people, but anyway, I mean, that's a it's an exciting yeah. thought to think about. Yeah, I think uh, I think we need to we need to bring that to Jake, man, for the near future and see what he thinks. And I think it's you know with Jake, I think he loves bodybuilding and he's op- he's he listens. Yeah. And uh, I think it's exciting to bring new ideas to him for, yeah. for things like this, you know? So, so going back to, I want to go back to the money for a little bit. Now, one of the things I used to say about men's physique, and I, I don't necessarily feel this way about classic, but the men's physique guys kind of would get smaller contracts than the open guys. And a lot of people would mm-hmm. say, well, why is that? Because more people want to look like the men's physique guys. And my answer was always, there's probably a lot of guys at gyms that have a six pack and look pretty good. So there's just more people to choose from. So the contracts are going to be smaller because if you say no, there's going to be five guys behind you that have your attributes that are going to say yes. Yeah. Classic is probably not the same to that degree, but maybe a little bit. Whereas the open bodybuilders, there's probably not very many guys at 280 pounds walking around that look okay enough that they can represent a company. Right. So how does the question is how are contracts and, and this is obviously everything I just said is excluding people with like very large social media followings. Cause then you're more of an influencer than you're using your sport as a thing. Right. But just strictly right. speaking for contractually are classic guys getting the respect they deserve that way. Um, well, if you incorporate the social media aspect of it and the, the engagement with social media, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest with you, I think it's maybe even surpassing the open guys as far as contractually mm-hmm. because, um, because of likability, because of maybe persona, because of 
uh, attainability, uh, attainability and a dynamic of the person. Yeah. You know, I know we have some, we have some great personalities out there, uh, you know, as far as open guys too, but open guys are just, you know, not as yeah. bouncy and as yeah. lively, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> as, they're, more, they're more hardcore and quiet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for a hardcore brand, for sure, you know, yeah. that works. Yeah. That yeah. works for a hardcore brand. But if you have stuff that's, uh, you have, uh, you know, uh, products that are, that are for a, uh, lifestyle, you know, mainstream market, lifestyle, yeah, products, lifestyle yeah. mainstream market, yeah. then, then I would say that classic and physique is even surpassing, uh, you know, the open guys contractually wise, as far as, um, you know, per month yeah. salaries and things of that nature. Huh. Do you know, I don't even know if you know this and just to give people an idea, but, and I, I don't want you to say yours, but what would be the average, do you know what the average <clears throat> yearly salary or monthly salary be for like a decent classic physique guy or a top 10 classic physique guy Do you have any uh, idea? I, could, I, I could put it out there and tell you what i what i'm getting from from hd and then you know i don't have are any sure? no shame in my game are you sure they want you to do that um <laughs> let me see maybe you should second yeah you know, maybe right? yeah maybe i i have no problems putting it out there but let me let me just go ahead and protect protect them because i don't know if they they would want me to say um, but I, I, so to, so to give you like a range, maybe, um, I think it would probably see, and that's the thing for why, like nowadays it has to do with social media. It has to do with the social media. And if you have a YouTube and what, what yeah. your engagement like is on all, all these platforms, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's not just strictly what you're doing as an athlete. True. You know, hundred percent true. I yeah. think that's where, I think that's where open bodybuilders fall short. I feel like, and I've been a little different that way through my career. I've always done a little bit more online. You know, some bodybuilders now coming up like James Hollingshead and, you know, Luke, Luke was very, you know, uh, proactive that way. But most bodybuilders aren't as good as classic guys or men's physique guys at having their own YouTube channel or putting out content or these kind of things. Why do you think, where do you think we're falling short? Why do you, how do you think we could be better and be more like the classic guys at like being more open? Hmm. I think it just has to come through the, in the, it's in the person. Yeah. You know, it's just in the person. But what about, uh, but yeah. what are you doing? But I, I don't necessarily mean piece of personality. Cause you're right. That's in the person, but like, you're just not like for you, for example, you're just not lazy about it. Like you have a YouTube channel, you're po constantly posting. Whereas and I'm asking you kind of to speak to any bodybuilders that are watching that might be coming up. What can they do to learn from the classic guys and learn from the men's physique guys to just be better and, and, and actually get those contracts because I have a supplement company, right? And I, I look around and inevitably it's always the classic guys or the men's physique guys I see that have better followings and not only do they have better followings, they're just doing more. They have their own channels. They're, they're all so, how do we how do we help these guys? Like, what do we do to help these guys get better? I think you said it. I think you said it. It's just do, it's doing more. Mm -hmm. Like, I uh, I have to be conscientious mm -hmm. all the time mm -hmm. about posting stuff for my my uh, represent representatives about posting posting for my stuff posting for them. It's a job. Mm -hmm. It's a job. Every you know all all seconds throughout the day. Post my meals. Post uh, what I'm doing with girlfriend. 
post yeah. what I'm doing, you know, in camp right now, post what I'm taking in every moment. You have to be conscientious of it and you yeah. have to uh, put the content out there for the people to see what you're doing. Um, and it's a job and you have to t- treat it as such. And you, you have to just do more and uh, be like you said, proactive with it. And then mm-hmm. that's, that's just it. That's yeah. just it. Just let everybody see what the hell you're doing, man. Uh, 24 hours of the damn day. Do you know, <laughs> do you ever feel stupid doing it? Do you ever feel like, and, and this is speaking from my own personal because I'm, I'm more, and it, correct me if you think this statement's wrong, but I feel like bodybuilders are more introverted than classic guys or, or men's physique guys. You guys are more kind of open, more charismatic, those kind of things. So I've, I've posted stuff before. I'm like, Oh, that's stupid. I'll delete it. And I won't post it. Are, are there are there days where you like just don't want to post or you've posted things and deleted them because you're like i don't want to post that it's stupid or like do you go through that or are you just kind of like cool with whatever you create yeah i do go through that yeah sometimes i'm like oh man i don't feel like you know posting today i don't feel like uh letting the people know what i'm doing at this moment or you know that moment um and some things maybe are silly you know i i definitely you know because we're human we're all human yeah. right and so we all have our are, you know, we all are in our minds about certain things and maybe, um, uh, what do you call it? Insecure maybe about some things. Um, but all in all, man, listen, you know, it's, it's you, you it, as a job, you just have to man up <laughs> and do it and yeah. do it. If you want, if you want salary, if you want, you want to make money in the business, uh, and especially, you know, bra- uh, branding yourself, getting yeah. out and doing your own thing, you know, and having your own uh, uh, supplements one day, having your own apparel one day, having your own coaching business one day. You have to, um, you have to be proactive and you have yeah. to be out there and have to be talking to the people uh, on a moment to moment, moment, moment basis. That's just, the, that's just the times we live in and it's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get through to these younger bodybuilders who are coming up who don't. The number one thing they say to me is, "I feel stupid." Yeah. I feel I feel stupid, and plus, and they or they'll say to me, "My life is boring. I don't do anything. I just go to the gym." Yeah. So it's like, how do you solve that puzzle? Like, how do you? Yeah. If all you do is go to the gym and eat, right? Yeah. And maybe yeah. spend time with your girlfriend sometimes. Yeah. Do you consciously? I remember sitting with Reagan one day. And I hope he doesn't get mad at me for outing him because I don't think it's really, I, I, I don't think I'm really outing him, but he sat for like 15 minutes, 20 minutes trying to think of this caption to go with his photo. Yeah. And, the, and the reason I bring up Reagan is because Reagan, I think has mastered social media. I don't know why. I just feel like he posts something and he writes a caption and it just kind of all flows together very well. He's very good at it, but he's, yeah. but he sat and thought about it for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, I've never done that. You know, when I post something, I'm just like, okay, that's good. Send it out. So what I'm asking you is, do you consciously create these things? Like, do you consciously sit and think this will be good? I'm going to position it this way. I'm going to write this thing with it. It's, it's a full thing. It's not just like, this is what I'm doing and put it out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. There are those moments for sure. When I consciously, I've been, and I've done that too, with that, yeah. uh, you know, sat uh, 15, 20 minutes trying to think of a caption, but babe, I don't, I can't I can figure out a caption to go with this video or picture. I'm just stumped right now. And maybe yeah. I'll leave and come back, you know, or sit there for a minute. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I have too. And it's well, it, it, even like, you know, 
you 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 want to you want to think things through and you I'll, I'll even uh go to bed thinking about what i want to post the next day and how i'm going to lay out the whole whole day a whole next day's posting absolutely wow, wow. absolutely that's really eye-opening you know that i think a lot of that probably gonna help a lot of young people to know because i think we get we get lost like even myself, like I'll see like you're posting or, or, you know, Reagan or whoever, like you, that's good at it. And you're like, you feel like maybe you're not as good at posting because it's not coming to you. Like you're not, it's, you're not posting the right, the same things. Right. And you're like, well, how come it's so easy for them? Yeah. But what you're telling me is it's not really easy for you. You take the time and you think about what to post. And now you're telling me even think about the next day's posts absolutely that's extremely helpful to anybody young that's listening because i don't think these young bodybuilders are planning out their next day's posts yeah. so that's a that is that's an extremely helpful thing so thank you but um absolutely what do you what's it like living with chris what's it like there's two parts to this i'll start with the positive side <laughs> 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 what's it like having chris mentor you and is it a mentorship? Is it a diet coach? Is it just posing? Like what exactly, how does Chris help you? Uh, we do, we train and he helps me with the posing. Okay. Who does your diet? Um, Who does your diet? Anybody? Uh, yeah. Brandon Gertis with body geeks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So is. what, sorry. So I, I just wanted to get that out of, but what is, so Chris is helping you with training, posing and you're living at his house for how long? Uh, until the, oh, until the week, you know, until a week out. No, I know, but how long have you been there for? Oh, I've been there for a week already. I got here Sunday. Um, and yeah, it's Sunday today. So I've been here for a week. So you'll yeah, spend be so here for another three. So you'll spend four weeks at Chris's up leading up into the O. Yeah, yeah. And this one was a shorter one this year because just um, what I had going on in LA. Uh, we're in San Diego now, but uh, we usually we usually have spent and when we when we were in Kuwait, I think it was six weeks. And mm -hmm. then when we went to uh, Arizona last year, it was five weeks. So in the six, five week range, we usually will hunker down. This one is a little bit shorter, four weeks now. Um, but uh, nevertheless, man, we hit the ground running. What's it like living, training, posing with Chris? Is he like uh, is super intense or is he more like laid back? Uh, he's a laid back person himself, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, he's laid back, but when the, when it's time to train and when it's time to, uh, hit those two sets, hit, hit those two failure sets, mm -hmm. then it's, a, it's as intent as ever. It's yeah. as intent as ever. Um, and, uh, that's what, um, you know, sets my, that's what helps sets my physique apart as far as now where we get into definition and lines and refinement that these judges are going to see and conditioning. Mm. Um, you know, and he always tells me too, don't, he's like, don't, don't ever do cardio. Uh, you know, uh, don't ever do any steady state cardio, no matter really? how long it is. Yeah. Really? And don't, don't ever do any steady state cardio. Yeah. Go hard on the cardio. You know, what does that, that what, is, with what does that mean though? What does that mean for like a 45 minute session? Like how hard are you going? Man, a 45 minute session, I'll go up to say it's on the treadmill. I'll go up to, I'll have a 15 on, I'll have it on an incline with 15 and I'll have like a 3.3, 3.4 speed Jeez. for 45 minutes. Are you holding on to anything? I, I might hold on for like 
I'll play with it. You know, periods I mean? of periods on. of holding. Yeah. 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 Periods of holding on, you know, and then really exert myself for like a good 10, 15 minutes and then hold. And if I'm holding on, then we're going to go up to, we got the treadmills at the gym, man, that, that go up to 20 and on the incline. So I, I was at 20, I was at 20 on the incline today, huffing, going at, at, at a speed four holding on. Really? So, yeah. Huh. So what about posing? How long are you guys posing for? We pose for a good ooh, 30 minutes, 40 minutes a day. And it's rounded around like just short breaks for breath or what is that? Yeah. Rounds, 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 quarter turns, uh, mandatories, take a break, take two breaks, go back again. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. Every All right. Day. Um, <laughs> with, okay. Obviously Chris has developed a serious relationship with you. Like you guys are very close because it's evident online. So explain to me how it makes you feel when Chris is, because I remember there was a, I don't know the specific posts because I don't read through all the comments all the time, but I know there was a lot of shit being thrown back and forth after last year's Olympia. How, How does that feel for you? Do you feel like you want, do you like when Chris does that shit and like, sticks up for you and has your back or do you wish he would kind of like chill a bit so that it's not so like there's no attacks and stuff going on oh no i love it it. (laughs) yeah i love it i absolutely love it he he's you know because he see chris has his eye man is just like he's been in this sport for years and he sees what he he knows what he sees yeah and uh, he, you know, he's he had the 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 seat right there, with, damn near with the judges, right behind him. And um, and for him having my back like that, man, I, you know, that's everything. And because he sees what I'm going through on a day to day basis, he sees what how the body is looking and how it's changing. And uh, so I love him having my back, and I love him going to bat for me, and I love him uh, being aggressive out there when he doesn't think something is right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love him for it. But do you think, obviously, I mean, obviously anybody would love that their close friend has their back. I mean, that's, that's, that goes without saying, but does it cause undue stress when there's like Instagram fights going on and shit like that? Would you rather not have that stress or are you like, no, people need to hear the truth or their, exactly. your, your, your truth or his truth? The latter, the latter <laughs> yeah. people need to hear the truth and people want to, they, they want to know, they need to know what's really going on. And, and, and they really need to know. Um, and whether it's one way or the other, if, if there's other people that think, uh, you know, very strongly that uh, in the opposite direction of Chris, then they, I, we want to hear from them too. We want to hear why, and we want to hear their opinion and we want to hear their strong statement uh, as if it's contradictory, you know, of what Chris is feeling that's really interesting so you don't care on your social media if people come on there and say no i think chris won and this is why and he's better than you and you don't care if they come out and say that does it those that that tension usually gets to people none of that really bothers you none of it bothers me because i know how hard i'm working man shit i know how hard i'm working and i know what i bring to the table and I'm just so ready to show, to showcase, you know, to, okay, I'm just saying, it fuels me. I'll say, okay, you know, watch this or mm-hmm. watch that. Um, I don't need to be fueled by them anyway, but, you know, cause I'm already, 
you know, I know I'm more confident in just my hard work and yeah. what I'm going to be able to showcase on stage through my hard work. Um, but I like the, you know, I, 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 I've uh, grown up playing sports all my life and that's what we do. We talk shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, that's what we do. We talk yeah. shit. I played, I played positions in sports to where we were shit talkers. I was a defensive back yeah. in football. De yeah. All defensive backs are shit talkers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I ran track, yeah. all track, all sprinters are shit talkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And then uh, let's see, I, in, I played a little basketball too. And I was a point guard, all point guards are shit talkers. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so so you enjoy I love it. it, you know? Yeah. yeah I enjoy it. I, I take it for what it is. I don't let it get, you know, I don't let it get into my skin. I don't let it get too thin skinned about it all. Uh, it's what sports is all about. This yeah. is sports and this is competition and it's what it's all about. It's people, yeah. Uh, going at each other, you know, and yeah. let's, let's face off mano y mano. Let's do this. You have to beat me. I have to beat you. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the day, we laugh at it. And, and I think we, we, uh, we just appreciate uh, the competition and whatever happens happens. And then we get back to the drawing board and we take each other heads off the, on the next one. Is that, is that your equation for being above it all? Because honestly, like when I watch your Instagram, uh, whether I'm watching like a story or a post or whatever, I'm like, this guy's above all the shit. Like, I don't know how you live above it all. Right. Like some people are in the shit, like they feed right. it, they feed it, they live in it. It bothers them. They, you know what I mean? I've, yeah. I've been there myself. Right. Yeah. You seem to always be smiley. <laughs> like, I don't, you're yeah. like, I, you're like yeah. I don't, I don't give a fuck what you all have to say. Like, I'm just, I'm good. No, again, I'm fool. I'm human. I'm human, right? So I, some of the shit does get to me. Okay. Um, and there's there was a point, and there was a point this year where it did get to me. You know what I mean? Where I had some interview with, I had some, I was going back and forth with Nick Strength and Power, and I had a uh, something that I was talking to Bradley Martin about. Um, you do know, you wanna, and I was. It, do, do you want to tell me what that was about? I didn't, I didn't catch that one. What what was that feud oh, okay. about? Well, I told Bradley Martin that uh, you know I didn't think a Mr. Olympia should be should have uh, lagging body parts oh, and okay. then Nick strengthen and then Nick strengthen power with his following, his cult following. Um, uh, he made a post, he made a, a video about it and, and he went off into all kinds of other things about why he doesn't feel that I'm going to win the Mr. Olympia again. And I just felt, um, you know, as kind of like a, mm, I don't know if I want to say that. I just felt like as, as a journalist, of his caliber that hasn't that hasn't competed and is not in the 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 the, the, the is not woven in our sport like yep. you know uh, us competitors yep um i just feel certain strong statements and certain certain strong opinions are just like man disrespectful well just to just to agree with you uh i think nick's very good at what he does when it comes to the news is very good at putting out like, this is what happened today. This guy said to this guy, blah, 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 where I think he falls short. And I really don't give a shit who likes what I have to say or not where I, what I, <laughs> where I do think he falls short is his opinions because his opinions seem to be just a popular opinion, but not necessarily the right opinion. Exactly. And, and it's not as uh, objective as it should be. And, Furthermore, even if they were right, right? Let's say even if he was right, 
I think his best, his strongest suit is that if he wants to be a journalist, journalists usually, usually don't put in their opinions. Journalists usually just tell the news. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where, but I mean, he's got his YouTube channel. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Right. But I feel like I kind of agree with you in a sense that, uh, it's tough for, it's tough for somebody of your caliber to take an opinion from somebody who's never done it or done it or done it long enough to really understand necessarily. So I don't blame you for feeling that way, but, um, so that's what happened. That's what happened. He just kind of went off on his thing and you guys had it. So, yeah, the, and so, go ahead, so then sorry. I made, yeah. So then I made a video, uh, in response to his video mm. saying, uh, it, it, I was, I was, uh, uh, I had, brought up all the issues on why he's on, on uh, that were contradictory of what he was saying and why he really doesn't um, is not making sense about me not winning another Mr. Olympia again and classic physique going in a different direction. So I was just going at all those points and, um, and proving that they were false points that I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Uh, so then I have all his, his followers, you know, uh, just attacking me, attacking me on my YouTube, attacking yeah. me on my, uh, on my Instagram, uh, yeah. saying, saying things, uh, you know, all kind of things. And, 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 and at that point it was a little overwhelming. Um, but I said, you know what, man, let me, let me just yeah. understand who, what's going on here. Understand who I am. Yeah. Understand that I, at the end of the day, I have to get to work and I have to perform and, you know, you, you got to, let the the naysayers be naysayers yeah and and i also i also i also who what i also said you know what i'm going to embrace it because hey man if they're i i guess you know there's some there's something true to form when they say if they're not talking about you like that or they're not you're not being attacked or you're not being uh challenged uh then you're not doing something right so i guess i'm doing something right (laughs) yeah yeah when they stop talking about you then it's a problem right (laughs) um Okay, so I won't keep you too much longer because we've been on for a bit, but I want to ask you a couple of personal things. How long have you been with the girlfriend? Uh, three years now. Are we going on our third year? 2000 and, oh boy. I better get <laughs> this get right. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I better get this right. Um, we were official in the Olymp- at, at 2018 Olympia. So we're going on three years. 18, 19, 20. Yeah, we're three going years. on three years. More, more, more than two years. I know that. <laughs> is, is she involved in the sport too? Yes, yes. Her name is Danny Phelps. She's okay. an IFBB bikini pro as well. Okay. And uh, does she com- beautiful. Does she compete? Yeah. Does she compete a lot? <laughs> she, um, no, she's been off for the last year. So she will, okay. she is, she is, um, uh, she has her, uh, ears and nose steaming to get on stage next year she's gonna do she she wants to crack it open next year and like shock the world next year so she's uh she'll be ready how is it a lot of people ask me like what the best scenario is for a bodybuilder or competitor um is it better to be with somebody who competes or not somebody who doesn't compete or all these different scenarios right how have you found i mean obviously you guys are happy because you've been together for three years but is it ever a struggle being with somebody who competes and have you competed at the same time before and had those struggles? 
Um, yes, it actually is a struggle. Um, I, but I'm, I'm going to say, first of all, overall, it's the best thing yeah. because yeah. The, of the understanding, of course, you know, of yeah. what you have to do and what needs to be done to 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 improve the physique and to keep improving and to have what you need to have. Yeah. Um, but then when you have two competitors, maybe who are prepping at the same time, you know, and, and then you're in a relationship, like I need her to do certain, maybe certain things that I need her to support me in, but mm-hmm. she's saying that she needs the support too from yeah. my end. Yeah. Uh, you know, because, because she's in prep as well. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you, maybe you guys are in low calories at the same time and, and kind of tired. And so it kind of, you know, there, there might be a little yeah. um, rift, uh, you know, uh, as far as that is concerned, but all in all, it's, um, I think it's a beautiful thing because yeah. the, the overall thing is mm-hmm. that it's an understanding of what each person needs on a moment to moment basis, as far as competing and as far as looking your best yeah. um, and the support that you need, you know, in a relationship. So I would say more, way more so than having somebody that does not compete or does not understand yeah. you know yeah. uh the 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 aspects of it uh way more way better than 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 that scenario yeah i feel like that i feel like the toughest part of it is the attention i feel like if if mm. okay okay you gotta go no no no. just holler at chris for a second it's okay we're, we're not gonna be long but i was just gonna say i feel like the toughest part is the attention not necessarily the, like i know what i'm prepping i want my wife to worry about me what am I doing? When is the time for me to eat? <laughs> <laughs> am I sore? Do I need an ice pack? Like, just take care of me right. for like the next three or four months. And she doesn't, right. don't get me wrong. Like I cook all my own food and all that shit. She's got her own, she's an ambitious person, got her own job, but I still need that emotional attention. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like that's the toughest part is you got to share that emotional attention with somebody else who's looking for the same thing. Yeah. And, yeah. I, don't, yeah. and you know, I, that's, and oh, as a woman, you know, they're emotional anyway. So they need the emotional attention. Yeah. All right. So yeah. it's, yeah. it, it could be, we haven't got all into it yet because she's not like deep, deep. We haven't uh, been in the relationship where she's been deep, deep, deep into prep. Yeah. And I know she's going to lead a lot more emotional attention as, as the time, uh, you know, moves on. Yeah. So, and, and I'm ready to give that to her. It, even if I have to take, uh, I'm, you know, if I ever take a, uh, next year off, I'm even thinking about taking next year off maybe because I've been going hard for the past four years uh, and then, you know, just supporting her and, yeah. um, and helping her reach her goals and helping her reach, you know, her dreams. And so she's probably had to sacrifice a lot, letting you, not letting you, but being okay with you taking off to, to Chris's for four or five, six weeks. I mean, that's got to be a sacrifice on her part too, right? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, is it, yeah, yeah. Is it easier for you in prep? And, and this isn't a knock on her because I know guys that feel better this way, but is it easier for you in prep when you are away and you don't have to, you just can focus on just what you're doing or is it easier when you're there with her? Um, I would say it's easier when I'm away because just for, for me, I'm always thinking about, is she okay? Yeah. What does she, what does she need? Yeah. Is she okay? You know, is or babe, are you okay? You you're good. We good, you know? And yeah. to not to not have to be conscious of that is is good to where I could just focus on on am I am I okay? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And 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 everything that I need. Mm-hmm. Um and even if she says, even if it's see it's even like subconsciously, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, even if she says, yeah, babe, I'm all right. I'm all right. We're good. I'm all right. We're good. I'm always thinking, uh, you know, it's yeah. in my mind where I'm thinking, okay, is she, is she good? She's yeah. good. She's good. She's good. Do you need anything? And that's just, you know, like that time and that energy, uh, you know, uh, for on a day-to-day basis and, and weeks and weeks and weeks that mm-hmm. adds up to time mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe taken away from yourself. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And even if, even if time-wise you're getting all the stuff you need to get done, there's a mental energy being spent worrying all the time. Cause I feel that way too. Cause you're, it's like, we're so selfish in what we're doing that there's obviously like this guilt that we have. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> like, am I treating her like shit? Does she feel like she's neglected? Yeah. But I know what you mean. Yeah. When they're not around, if you're off on your own or they're gone somewhere, you're like, there's no guilt anymore. You're like, I can just focus right. on what I'm doing. So absolutely makes sense. Um, yeah. I mean, and if I think it's a good thing too, to, to ha- not necessarily have the guilt, but just be conscientious of, yeah. how your girl is doing, man, you know, you yeah. know, and, uh, yeah. and, and want to, uh, uh, you know, just, just uh, cater to her, how she's feeling, you know, mm-hmm. always want to know how she's feeling, want to know, always want to, uh, you know, do your best in support. So it's, it's still yeah. a good, it's still a good, healthy thing, but in prep, maybe not so much. <laughs> <laughs> in prep, we got to be selfish. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last, last, last topic. I just want to ask, so you said you were into entertainment. What is, yeah. is how, have you done any shows? Have you done any acting gigs? And are you going back to that after bodybuilding is done? Or like, what is your plan? Is that just a hobby? Yeah, I was heavily in the game in uh, 2000, from 2002 to 2009, 10, heavy in the, in, in the acting game. Yeah. Uh, yes. And I was in some great stuff. I was in probably my most memorable, a few of my most memorable uh, projects were a Mountain Dew commercial. You guys can look at, they can look it up That's on cool. Google, yeah. a Mountain Dew commercial that I went out to China for. Uh-huh. Um, and it was, uh, it, it aired over the X Games and it was a, a, a big deal, big commercial, Mountain Dew commercial. Um, I was in uh, Fast and Furious, the fourth one. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What did you do? What did you, what was your part? What was your part in the movie? I was a, no, it was just a one-liner, just a one-liner. And I was an an FBI agent in the GPS room. That's cool. Uh, Yeah. So Uh, I'm trying to look up your, I'm trying to look up your Mountain Dew commercial. Yeah. Maybe if you look up Breon Ansley hero, then it'll pop up. Breon Ansley demo reel. What is oh the demo reel? That's oh that's my reel. <laughs> one second, that's my acting reel. One second, this, this is good shit. I want to show this. <laughs> I can't believe that's you. That's you with a fro. That's me, man. That's me, man. Look how young. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let people hear this. And Nick, Toby is gonna be the latest addition to our troop. I'm playing the role of John Shaft, and right here we have Erica Strzok. We've got a lead on the Fair Fawcett Majors. And Elvis. Oh. No, I told you, Caesar. Elvis is yesterday's news. And plus, he's a ripoff. He stole everything from my people. Elvis is cool. We need to find... Really? The nigga did. Yeah, yeah. We're aware of this. So what the fuck you want with me? That's, fucking, that's awesome. 
that's 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 pretty sweet man so so you did that for you were serious about it for like 10 years yeah yeah man i was in 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 it heavy for a good uh, maybe eight years eight years from 2002 to 2010 and then bodybuilding took storm my body started changing and then my my uh my my look started changing and the parts that i was uh, right for started changing and then it you know everything changed and i kind of just um, you know, uh, uh, the, the bodybuilding bug got me. I wanted to be successful, uh, and win a Mr. Olympia. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said it, I said it after my first show in 2012, I wanted to give myself a five-year plan to win the Mr. Olympia. And in the fifth year, I was able to do it in 2017. Oh, so shit. yeah, so it, was, it worked so out. Crazy. But that's, yeah, it worked out beautifully. But how did, so I did, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm an actor, but I did a whole bunch of commercial, like, uh, I got called to cast for a whole bunch of commercials, right? And right. I think I, I landed two of them, uh, most notably a Ford commercial. It was a, okay. It was one of the Ford Tough series they were doing, right? So I did the Ford commercial. Yeah. Anyway, that's a pretty cool life too. How did you just walk away from it? Because I like, had I gotten more parts, I would have stayed, like I would have kept doing that. But I just, I landed the first couple and then there was a whole string of like, no, we don't need you. So I like kind of got away from it. But yeah. what, what got you? Cause that's a cool life. Like, I don't know what got you away from that. Just because you, your body changed doesn't mean you couldn't do it. Right. No, exactly. But, um, I, I'm still dibbing and dabbing. I still have a manager, uh, yeah. excuse me. I still have a sports and specialty agency, mm -hmm. uh, that I'm, that I'm, uh, uh, hooked up with. And I still, I still keep my SAG card up every year. And I, I was, I've been dibbing and dabbing for the last three, four, five years still, um, you know, doing little things like little music videos, yeah. little commercials, yeah. uh, little industrial commercials, little things, um, yeah. you know, and, but I, I, I'm definitely going to, I definitely want to uh, get back into it um, more so even now. And especially when, when I retire one day how, uh, as a bodybuilder. How old are you, bro? I just turned, oh boy, you ready for this? This is going to probably shock some people. I, I don't just know. turned 41 November 10th. I was going to fucking say that, but I don't, you don't look, you look like you're 30. That's so, what a lot of people say. Okay. So 41, what is the bodybuilding plan then? Is it like win another Olympia or win five more Olympias and I walk away? Or is it like go back to acting next year? Like what is, do you have like a, do you have another plan that's going to come to fruition? <laughs> no, man. I shit. I'm, I'm in my prime right now. You, yeah. Forties yeah. is, Late thirties and early forties is the bodybuilder's prime. Yeah. Um, you know, as a man yeah. at least. Yeah. So I'm in my prime. Uh I wanna I definitely want to at least my goal is definitely to uh be on the Olympia stage uh at least ten times. And this is my fifth year. Okay. This is my fifth time this year. So we'll uh we'll definitely uh keep reaching the goal of five more times on the Olympia stage. Yeah. And, and, uh, and go from there and go from there. But I feel great. I'm in my prime and, uh, we're still, we're, we're not going anywhere as far as in this sport. Do you notice any, I know you're saying you're in your prime. Do you notice any issues at 41? Because I'm 42 Okay. and, and my fucking knees hurt and my back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> when I get, when I get, when I get out of bed in the morning, I get up at an angle and I have to like walk yeah. into a, walk into like a straight, straight fucking uh, post posture yeah. so like is that is that shit catching up with you or are you like you wake up like you're good right now i'm good because food I, I get i get work done all the time i'm stretching twice a day 
uh, and you know, brother, like I'm right now, I'm 190 pounds. So you yeah. can't, I can't be too, I, I better not be aching too much at this <laughs> weight. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do have, I do have, um, you know, from playing football, I do have knee issues. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I tore my ACL playing football and it probably has, you know, it has some scar tissue and maybe even some arthritis in there. Yeah. Uh, so I do have, I, I am battling my knee. I have been battling my knee for years since I was 17. Yeah. So, so I'm used to, I'm, I'm used to that, but I mean, you know, just getting work done and, uh, uh, HRT work done It's HRT, right? Yeah. HRT work, uh, therapy work and, um, ART. You meant ART, I think. ART. 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 Getting all that and all stretching, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that makes a world of difference. Yeah. Right? As far as, you know, how good you're feeling and, and, and how, how good the body is, is feeling. Mm. All right. Yeah. Fin- final uh, question. Your winning mindset. There's a, you got the Olympia in four weeks. I'm probably not going to get to have you on again before the show. So where are we? what are we expecting from you? What is the mindset going forward for the next four weeks? And is there anything you want to say, anybody you want to thank, promote anything before we head off? So yes. I'll let you answer all of that. Okay. Yeah. Winning mindset is just to have a, uh, just a killer mindset, bad intentions with every set, every rep. I want this one bad. I want this one really bad. I want to win this one really bad. I want to reclaim it really bad. Um, I think, I think to do it three times is something very, very, very special. Uh, so I want it really bad. Mm -hmm. Um, and my mindset is just to, you know, to tell myself that I'm not in ever any pain. I'm not tired. And, um, I was supposed to have a rest day actually today, but I did not do it. I did not do it because, because of my mindset is that I just want it and I don't need it. And if I feel good enough to go in and do it, uh, then I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to push. Yeah. And yeah. so that's the mindset. I want this one really bad. I think three is very special as far as a legacy is concerned. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I'm hungry for it. I really am. Um, and I'm just so blessed and so fortunate to be, have the opportunity to, um, to, to get three, you know, yeah. to win three um, Olympia titles. So blessed and so fortunate. So, uh, I'm, you know, I, I thank, I thank the good Lord for mm-hmm. that. Okay. Um, that's that, that's the mindset, man, going into the prep and then, uh, going into the, the contest, um, definitely have to thank all my, all my sponsors, uh, HD muscle, um, trifecta, uh, C, um, Nirvana CBD for sure. Vanquish, uh, fitness. Um, Yeah. And that's about it. Definitely Coach Chris, Coach Brandon Gertis with Body Geeks. Um, and we are pushing. And my um, girlfriend, Danny Phelps, who's, who's lovely and very supportive. And we are pushing, man. And I think all, all, also all the gyms, too, that have been a part of my yeah. journey. Flex Gym in Woodland Hills. Um, Bradley Martin's Gym. Uh, a zoo Culture in Woodland Hills. Um, a Fatiquity Gym in Burbank. And of course, now the gym is called the gym in here in San Diego, okay. which is just an amazing gym. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and and then that's about it. And we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it for all for all those people, and I'm not gonna let them or myself down. Okay. Well, I will say this: <laughs> three three in itself is a huge 
huge accomplishment, but especially coming back after one is even bigger. Like to, to have it go away and bring it back is like, you know what I mean? Like Jay's got that yeah. feather in his cap too. And it's, yeah. it's a big thing because normally when people, once they let it go, it never comes back. So right, right, right. It's, it's going to be pretty amazing to see if you can reclaim the title, man. So, Absolutely, man. Yeah, I appreciate um, you. Listen, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I'm sure everyone's going to love it. It was a great talk. I could probably talk to you for another hour, but I know you got shit to do and you got uh, <laughs> places to be. So uh, I'll get this up soon and we will talk. Thank you, my man. I really appreciate you, Fuad. And uh, yeah, can't wait to air it and, let, and have everybody see it and enjoy it. All right, brother. We'll talk soon. All right, my brother. Okay, enjoy. Man. And I'll see you soon. You're going to be out there, right? At the Olympia? I might be. I'm not, not sure. I might be here commentating or I might be there commentating. We'll see. Okay. So either or, so either right, or but, right. I'll, but I'll be watching. All right. And hopefully you're out there. All right, we'll man. Catch up. Yeah. We'll talk soon. All right, brother. I appreciate you. Okay. Love. Bye-bye.